beautiful people welcome to yet again another episode of this thing called life my name is neville scott and i am very excited about this episode we'll be talking about finding your people you know how we all desire to be known fully and to be loved truly but sometimes we find ourselves in an environment where that's not quite possible for whatever reason we realize that we're not known at all and because of that we can't be loved by the same people in this environment and how do we go about that also how do we go about finding our people tune in to find out let's go so sit back relax and enjoy of course i was gonna say <laughs> of course i was gonna say that all right let's go Man, I often look back to my experiences growing up and they are wonderful experiences. I grew up in a wonderful environment. I grew up in a wonderful community and I have two older siblings. And because of that, my earliest, my, my, my earliest memories going out, right? I, I think I've always had friends because by extension, their friends were my friends and we, they're not older than me by such a margin so it made a lot of sense for their friends to be my friends and we played so many games it was a wonderful such a vibrant community right we'd go out and we'd play games such as police and robber um, hide and seek um soccer you know the guys would play soccer and the ladies would play something else it was so wonderful and we spent the entirety of our days outside and uh, our families would do this rotation thing, right? There's a lot of families living in the same community and stuff, right? So, for example, if on Monday, right, on Monday we'd uh, have lunch at, say, Marion's place, and Marion's mom would prepare for all of us, right? So we'd play outside for a while, and then come lunchtime, Marion would be like, hey, guys, today we're eating at her place right and so all of us would go to marion's place and we'd been prepared for right and on tuesday we'd meet at say um robert's place right so we play outside for a while and then go to robert's house and on wednesday we'd meet at our house and on thursday we'd go to elvis elvis's place and on friday like it was that type of rotation thing the parents or the guardians or the custodians would prepare for all the kids in the neighborhood, right? Most of the kids, it was more or less like a community. We went to the same school, we played the same games, and come Christmas, our mothers would huddle together and they'd cook together. Um, I remember, yeah, what's, what's his name? Uh, was it Robert? I don't think it was Robert. Um, it wasn't Marion. Uh, I think it may have been Doc, but uh, my memory fails me. Um, Doc's mom, let's, let's assume it was Doc's mom, right? She was excellent at baking, right? So she'd do the baking stuff. And my mother's curry slaps, right? And so she'd handle the curry bit of things. And Marion's mom would do something else. And all of us would come together, right? The dads. <laughs> the dads were never in the kitchen, yeah? Um, the dads would stay away from the kitchen reading magazines and stuff or just having their dad stories and that uh, fund the whole thing that provide money and so there was this big thing where christmas clothes was actually a thing right so around christmas time each kid would uh, have that new pair of uh, clothes that they've never worn before and we would we'd want to show that uh, we would want to show that off right we'd want our friends 
to see that oh my god look at my christmas stuff right and it, 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 it was such a wonderful man uh, it was such a wonderful experience growing up and when i think about that i realized that this community right the parents the mothers the dads and the kids right we'd found each other by the way again i i don't think it's essentially finding each other because all of us kind kind of resided in the same neighborhood but we gelled in such a wonderful way that if my mother ran out of salt she'd just knock um knock at the neighbor's uh, knock to uh, knock at the neighbor's door and she'd 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 have some salt handed over to her right without having to go to the shop and again the shops were a bit distant back then right quite uh, it wasn't really remote but you know the kenya migori type of things right and if elvis's mom ran out of cooking oil she'd come to my mom and uh, you know we knew each other by names uh, we knew we understood whatever everyone was going through and we always came through for all of us right i remember this this one time marion's cousin we knew we, we knew him we called him uh, what did you call a uh, boy b-o-y right in an accented form boy right so this this one time boy uh he suffered an untimely and very early and very discouraging death and all of us kind of went all of us and i mean like there was a lot of us right my family and a lot of other families right who we went to condole with them and it was such a beautiful experience now thinking back to those days i realized that those you know life doesn't life doesn't work like that anymore and that disappoints me significantly right we live in a <laughs> in a very very interesting environment we live in a very interesting environment where the attitude of uh, everyone for himself is kind of very dominant and so for that reason today i wanted to talk about how to find your people right i've been very grateful to have done live with wonderful people most of whom are still in are still in my life right i remember um, i have some friends who i met in high school and even prior right who i'd still consider friends to date to this day right we went to the same primary school and some of whom i went to the same high school and others most of whom i went to the same university with and even currently right folks from texas some folks from pittsburgh but the reverse is also true i've come across people who um who've, who've who it's it's been a bit difficult to do life uh with, with, with the latter right the, the the latter that i'm referencing right i feel like these people don't get me, right? And there have been moments when I had something about myself from someone in question and it just shocked me completely. It wasn't just a blatant lie. It was not only a blatant lie. It was more than that. It was quite insulting, right? And I usually struggle to understand how people get to that point, right? And especially because it deeply contradicts my experiences with other people does that make sense so an example of that would be being in a social environment where there's some constant interaction with a specific group of people and then a specific not uh, i'd not refer to it as a behavior let's say um the exemplification of uh, humor from my part right my uh humor would be 
interpreted in a way that's completely 180 in the negative sense of that from how it's been interpreted by a lot of people that I coexist, uh, coexist with currently. And that is always a difficult <laughs> thing to think about, uh, a difficult pill to swallow, because it makes it absolutely clear that these are not my people, right? These are not my people. And when, whenever I'm hit with that realization, the immediate impulse is to want to bounce, right? It, it, it's to want to be like, yeah, you know, this specific, let, let's say it's a group, right? This specific group of people are not my people. And that is okay. And I understand that. I know that. I know that that is okay. But now where it becomes a struggle is to know that it's also okay to really just turn around and be like, okay, it's not that I'm scarce of people who get me. It's not that I'm scarce of people whose company I really, really enjoy. It's not that I'm scarce of people who are fun to be around, right? Who are not draining as, as, as the, 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 referenced, uh, the referenced group tends to be. But then it's not the best way to go about life that when you stumble upon something, some minor inconvenience, should I call it, some minor social difficulty uh, to bounce immediately. No, it is factual that there are people who are going to get you and there are people who are not going to get you. And sometimes those people who do not initially get you may become some of your absolutely favorite people. And I've experienced that as well. Um, one of my closest lady friends to date, um, our, our relationship was off to a rough start. And she was very patient and she was very graceful and she had such a well-grounded identity I, I mean her identity was so well-grounded that that had an impact on me right i usually say that she taught me how to love others and how to love others well very very graceful uh very firm of course but also very graceful just uh, she she radiated a lot of what I hope to embody someday, but I digress, right? Now, how do we go about that? Because I know I understand that this specific bit of the, 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 this, whatever I'm speaking about right now, a lot of people relate to it. A lot of people understand what it is like to do life, knowing that the people that you are around do not get you. And and then sometimes again for me I am not complaining I <laughs> I I have a few pockets of uh, communities that I'm actively invested in and then most of them you know I'm, I'm very comfortable in most of these pockets of communities that I'm referencing um, but but at this specific instance instance there's uh, one community that's just a bit um, and <laughs> how do I say this? Um, there's, there's a lot of friction in just one very specific community, um, and, 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 and which is very confusing because the reasons for which this friction exists doesn't seem to be corroborated by folks in other communities, right? I'll give you an example. Um, people in the community that I'm, I'm not necessarily having a trouble with, I'm just coming to the realization that this may not be 
you know, my people in quotes, um, I've, I've been told that I speak in a very specific type of way. And then the way it was said is trying to show off your mastery of English. But then it wasn't say said as nicely as that. It was said that you think you're smarter than everybody else and you think you're wiser, no, not wiser, you think you're more eloquent than everybody else. And so the way you speak is to try to prove that point. <laughs> I recall hearing that and I was so utterly confused because in another community where I'm more, you know, more, more vocal and, and, and more uh, responsible in a sense of being expected to speak uh, to people, not even with people, to speak to people. It's been said, you know, the same, the same characteristic, the same trait that was so negatively understood by this other people, uh, the, the, the way it has been interpreted in other communities, uh, in another community was, man, you are so wise and I'm grateful for that. I'm not, I'm not saying that myself. I don't think I'm wise, but I'm always grateful when, 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 when other people say that. But again, I digress. You're so wise. And then and whenever you come here and when, whenever you contribute to conversations that are happening, I, I feel so encouraged by whatever you have to say. Now, that... That's exactly what I want to address. The, the difference in receptions, right? Two different communities consisting of two different people and also by default, two different existential uh, cultures, right? Because of course, every community is gonna have a dominating culture, but the, also the reception of me, right? Now that may communicate that maybe that's not where I'm supposed to be, right? Maybe I need to invest more time in the other community, which, and you know, an argument should be like, maybe you haven't spent a lot of time with other people or, you know, they're the one that's common, like, you know, grass is always green on the other side. But I call BS on that argument. It's not an accurate argument. Uh, some communities are healthy. Some communities are unhealthy, right? And also it goes back to the whole one man's meat is definitely another man's poison, right? It's definite that's kind of how life works. And just because uh, <laughs> the meat from, 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 from uh, one community may, 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 may sound tasty to you, but that doesn't mean it works for everybody. And that's absolutely, that's absolutely okay. Um, and the reverse is also true, right? Whatever you may interpret as po poison, right, in one community may not necessarily be interpreted as such by other people in the same community. And that's absolutely okay. But again, I digress. Now, how do you go about finding <laughs> your community, right? We want it. We want a drive. We want a set of individuals who get us, who make us better, and who show us where we should go next in our lives, right? People to help us walk through our griefs, people to go on adventures with, and people who are going to be there for us no matter what. I'm grateful that I have those people. I think everybody needs to have those people i think those people are accessible for everyone i think also you may be that for someone else but you should not force that on other people when it doesn't feel natural right if it doesn't feel okay then it's not it right but that is why i will say that finding these people it's well it's a skill but then it's also 
a struggle, <laughs> right? It's a struggle, right? It comes easy for some, it doesn't come very easy for other people. And then and, and sometimes it, it's a process of failure and struggle before you you you, you do it successfully. Uh, I, ha I have some tips, right? I have some tips on how to go about that. And my very first tip is don't be afraid to let people go. I know, I know that's lame and that's difficult. And when I say let people go, I don't mean fire them from your life. The key to building community isn't about being a ruthless prune of people you find less than. <laughs> you did me wrong, you're out. Instead, it's about discernment. It's about knowing who builds you up and who you can build up and who doesn't and who you can't build up. If you find yourself in the company of an individual that you don't discern, you could have a better and flourishing relationship within the future. Step aside and walk away. That, that does not mean that you cut them off. Does that, not, that, that does not mean that you never speak to them again. It just means you establish a boundary and start. Rather, continue looking for people that can surround you in your moments of your greatest joys, pain, and hope. Let the people who are not the right fit go and wait for the people you really vibe with. There, I promise you, they exist. Someone who gets your terrible sense of humor, trust me, they exist. Also find those who are on similar paths. I, most of my friends, most of my closest friends today are either in academic paths, you know, engineering school, law school, or things of that kind, or the musicians, right? Because I am academically, I'm on an engineering path and I'm also a musician, right? While I do not think it's necessary to be friends and have community with only people who are similar to you, it's kind of nice to be in the company of people who know what road you're walking on. It's also an incredible blessing to have people who have walked a little ways ahead of you. They will be very helpful. They will illuminate the path for you, but also warn you about what's ahead and give you advice for treading well. I think about how everyone should have a few individuals in their life in the same career or major or with the same hobbies and interests. I found it very incredibly helpful uh, when people have such relationships, have some older people in my life, speaking to my life, right? In addition to my parents, they also have engineers who are way smarter than I think I'll ever be and musicians who are way more accomplished than I am. And that, 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 that helps, that helps. And I think that's self-explanatory. That, that tip is cheesy, but just be yourself, be yourself. And, and, and this is one that, again, this is a difficult pill for me to swallow because one, 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 one aspect of you may be interpreted, uh, interpreted positively by a given group that is for you. And a group that's not for you will just kind of butcher that right they, they, they will just read their own assumptions and their own whatever into that and that's okay that should not get you to change who you are that should not get you to revise your sense of humor especially if it hasn't been problematic in other communities that may be a sign that maybe this folks are not for you that maybe it's time to bounce it's time to invest yourself elsewhere <laughs> that's difficult trust me I know. Uh, there's a quote that I like. I can't remember who it's by. said, if you want to know who your tribe is, speak your truth. Then see who sticks around. Those are the people who get a spot in your blanket fort. It's a wonderful quote. Think about it often, right? 
The fourth one is understand that a community is multi-layered, right? They say that there are three types of relationships you should have with people. You should be friends with those below you in life by maturity, not worth, right? It's not okay to ever think of people as unworthy of, you, of your time. That makes you a terrible person and that that if, if, if you really think that way, then it's going to be difficult to find people, right? And those at the same place as you and those ahead of you in life. And again, there's another quote by Shannon L. Alder. Beauty is not who you are on the outside. It's the wisdom and time you gave away to save another struggling soul like you. Such a beautiful quote. And the best strategy towards broadening this, um, your social circle, whether passively or intentionally, is to look for people in all walks of life, man. When you go to the, uh, to, to, to church, you know, say hi to people. When you go to the gym, say hi to people. Some uh, one of my favorite people today, man, Brandon. Uh, we go to the same gym, Planet Fitness. I saw him today. It was a wonderful encounter. Man, this guy has quite a story. He was um, he led a careless life, and he was arrested for it. He was young, served about ten years behind bars, and got out and found Jesus. And it's just. <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. Uh, whenever he sees me, we, we talk for a while. But uh, today he was talking to his baby <laughs> on the phone, like the, the, the lady that he likes. And it was so adorable whenever he, whenever he was doing it. But then he took a break from that to speak to me. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to keep you from, from, from talking to her, man. So just go for it, man. And so that, that, that was awesome, right? Um, yeah, also volunteer, you know, uh, serve others right serve others and get your community to do things that are essentially service oriented if whatever you all do whenever you hang out is just go out eat um gossip that's not healthy right um the, the fifth one is look for quality over quantity sometimes they say that having too many friends is not good and that may be partly true Maybe not, right? If you have a lot of friends, but you don't have any deep friends, you're not truly known, you're not truly loved, that is a problem, right? But if you have a lot of friends, and most of them know you truly, and they love you truly, fully, right? You can tell, talk to these people when you're going through hell. That is wonderful, right? Continue to invest in those friendships, right? Granted, it's difficult to invest in a lot of friendships, right? Because there's only one of you and... Your time is limited, right? So you may not be able to invest in all of them. But yeah, build a community of people who know you truly and love you fully. That should be the game plan. Whenever you go about build, building community, make sure they know you fully and they love you truly. And also seek to know them fully and love them truly, right? Relationships today tend to be very transactional, right? Um, where... If someone does not reach out, you do not reach out. Or you want to be on the receiving end of affection. You want to be on the receiving end of, yeah, such and such is always reaching out. You know, it makes you kind of feel good. That's not how it works, man. Also seek to pour into other people. You know, seek also to be a part of their community. There's this quote by David Spangler that he like. Some people think they are in community, but they are only in proximity. True community requires commitment and openness. It is a willingness to extend yourself to encounter and know the other. And man, you're going to encounter some beautiful parts of people. And then you're also 
going to encounter some very ugly parts of people because I personally don't think beauty can exist without some ugly, right? So look for quality over quantity. And when you find these people, invest in them, right? Don't just my friend, my friend Dixon, uh, he had a wonderful, he said something wonderful today that I really liked. He said, it is disingenuous, right, to check on someone when you have a, uh, when you have self-interests you wish to accomplish through them. I think check, he thinks checking up on someone with hidden motives is wrong, something he's also correcting himself on. And then he finished that whatever by saying, let your friendship be free from selfish endeavor. I thought that was wonderful. And so many times, I will admit, I've reached out to people because I wanted something from them. And that's not okay. And there's also many times that other people have done the same to me and it always leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. I'm also striving not to do that. The next one is be willing to take your time. Man, it doesn't happen naturally, which is why I started by saying, you know, the, 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 my immediate impulse is to like, hey, I'm out, you know, when things don't gel naturally. But sometimes that's not wise, right? Sometimes things are not going to click instantly. In fact, I have several best friends now who I hope to stay in contact with forever, who I really didn't want to be friends with initially. And a lot of people relate to that. Sometimes you even have to run into people a second time to realize that those are the people you're meant to do life with. And after that, it takes boring it, uh, it takes boring in, it takes time, it takes the awkward, so what's your favorite color conversation and so many more awkward moments. It takes conflicts, a lot of them, right? Being in them and handling them well for, 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 for relationships to be, um, uh, to, to, to be founded, uh, to, to have the correct foundation, right? Um, the other one is don't go into friendships expecting perfections. And I think this is kind of in line with what I said about beauty cannot really coexist without ugliness, right? The two, it's, it's, it's like the light darkness thing, right? There's no light without darkness. And so the yin and the yang. <laughs> and so I think the biggest lesson I've learned about friendship and finding my people for me is that I have to have realistic standards, sure. That sucks, yeah. But if you don't enter into it with that mind mindset, you're gonna you're going to be disappointed. And disappointment, failure, and miscommunication are all facts of life, especially as you add more and more people to your roster of friends. There's another quote that I'm gonna I think it's by Cart V O N N E G U T I can say. What should young people do with their lives today? Many things, obviously, but the most daring thing is to create stable communities in which the terrible disease of loneliness can be cured, right? You have to be willing to be vulnerable. For the longest, that was a struggle of mine. And the friend that I mentioned, uh, the really close lady friend who I really adore, uh, she, she, she helped me identify that I struggled with vulnerability. You know, I used to do that thing where someone is like, hey, Neville, how are you? I'm like, I am well, what about you? And also I used to do this thing where, you know, you're always trying to help, you know, you listen terribly, um, you never really share truths about yourself and you only share the polished bits about yourself you know i'm awesome i'm this i'm this but, 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 but some of the things that you struggle with right you do not share those yeah relationships don't work out like that and the next one i think which is also um 
repeated uh, is look for those who understand you immediately right don't stay too long in a place where people don't get you that makes for an unhealthy environment a toxic environment and you're gonna get into your head you're gonna question yourself you're gonna question your sanity you're gonna think you're mad you're gonna think and and for me I, I feel like if I didn't have other pockets more than one more than two more than three really other pockets of people who get me and it's just constantly in this environment where it's very apparent to me that there's some disconnection, then I'd be concerned about myself. I'd be curious about myself. I'd imagine that something is fatally wrong with me. Mahatma Gandhi, he says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And I like to live a life, really, uh, that is defined by serving others and striving to serve others well. Um, and this may not work for you. And, and this maybe is not for everybody, right? Because some people are shallow. <laughs> that's a joke. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, no one is really shallow, man. Everybody is so deeply multifaceted, everyone, right? But some people, some people work well with other people. And that is not the case for everyone else. And then that's okay, right? The ninth one is work on yourself. Be more self-aware, right? Sometimes it's possible that you may be the problem, right? Sometimes it's wise to look within and to introspect, right? <laughs> to look within and to be like, man, sometimes I don't brush my teeth. And so when I talk to people, <laughs> they want to look away, <laughs> Or other times I conduct myself in a way that's abrasive and that, you know, limits my likability, whatever it may be. Or sometimes th this is for me, I do not respond to text texts on time and that makes people feel as if I'm blowing them off, right? Parker Palmer says, only as we are in communion within ourselves can we be in community with others, right? Um, yeah, so again, find yourself if you haven't before you try to find people, right? I feel like you have to know yourself. As I mentioned about this friend who taught me how to love others well, she's well-rooted in her identity. She didn't have any issues with who she was. And because of that, she helped me find myself in the process. And now she's one of my people. I adore her so much, right? And again, don't just find people who you want to do life with today. Find people that you do want to do life with right way into the future right um one of my friends a few people a few people really have told me that when they get married i'll be doing the groom's thing you know where where, where the groom shares a toast thing <laughs> it's probably gonna be embarrassing and i also feel like i have an idea of who's gonna do that at my wedding right i have an idea of people who I can drop, you know, if I have kids, if, if I'm blessed with kids, I trust them enough to be like, hey, I'm traveling with the wife, right? Do you mind watching over my kids, right? And I trust these people enough to know that, well, I, I understand the character, you know, the, 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 the character is wonderful. So because of that, I can trust them in that way, right? And uh, yeah. That is kind of how I base my whatever friendships, right? I find people that I want to do life with. It's wonderful. And then these are people that I want to be in my life. I feel like I'm ranting, but it is true. So if the, the, the person that you look at, right, the, the, the behavior, their conduct, do you want them in your life? Do you want them around your kids? Do you want to introduce them to your parents? 
Well, think about that. But again, you know, to revisit the first whatever, which I'm also reminding myself, right? Man, don't don't stay too long in an environment that's not for you. Don't stay too long in an environment full of people not for you. You're going to question yourself. You're going to question your sanity. And that's not healthy. Leave if you need to leave. Eject yourself if you need to eject yourself. And that, that is okay. Because somewhere out there, there's someone for you. And that's the beauty of it all. And somewhere out there, someone expects that they're going to be found by you. It's a two-way street. Until next time, beautiful people, adios muchachos. I hope this episode was interesting and lovely to you. Well, take care and be great. Bye. Go find your people. <laughs>